This is the EVP Podcast. Welcome everybody to the EVP Podcast. I'm one of your hosts today. <laughs> I'm Dale. And to my left we have... Beaker. To my right we have... DVO. And together we are... EVP. Podcast. All right. <laughs> Back at it. Hope you guys enjoyed the first episode of... Of our new podcast. The the beta episode. Yes. <laughs> we have better equipment now. Thanks, big thanks Beaker. So we're excited to... Uh... Thanks, Big Beaker. <laughs> All right. Beaker is beardless. I am, I am beardless. The beardless I had, one. Yes. I, I, we'll see how much I can actually talk. I had mouth surgery. Um, I had a bone graft. I was missing part of my upper jaw, so... Sounds uh, painful. I had, to, I had to shave off the beard for safety reasons, and... Um, I've got stitches that go across the entire top of my, my oh, upper jaw. How long have you had... When did you start growing your beard out? You sound funny. Uh, five years ago. Six years ago. Somewhere in there. And so now... So you haven't had, you've had a beard for five or six years. A full beard, yeah. I've always had a goatee for like the longest time. I think the last time I was clean shaven completely was probably ten years ago. Wow. Dang. Does it feel weird? I hate it. Yeah, it feels very weird. I look in the mirror and I don't even know who I'm looking at. It's so weird. I think it's funny everyone works. I was like, I've never seen you thought of a beard before. And I'm like, yeah, I know. No one has. <laughs> like, no one here has. Apparently, I have in high school. I just didn't know. I had a goatee then, too. Well, really? not a goatee. I had the chin hair. Well, I, I saw your... Couldn't grow your the mustache. Hit, I saw your yearbook picture. You looked pretty bald in that. I think I was clean shaven for the yearbook picture. <laughs> yep. Looked, looked. Your mom made you. She's like, you better shave before you take that yearbook Probably. picture. Probably. Get those pubes off your face. <laughs> no one wants to see that. <laughs> or do they? I would have. So does it feel like super weird now? Yeah, it does. <laughs> I'm gonna adjust my mic. Yeah, you need to put. You need to talk into the front of it. That's You're talking. Cool. To Go the keep top. going. I'm gonna move the mic down because it's blocking me. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So keep going. So tell me more about your mouth and what it does. <laughs> <laughs> it talks to ghosts. <laughs> Safe answer. <laughs> it talks a ghost. And it's so where are we going today on our episode? Well, I like uh, that we... So on the first episode, we, talk, we talked about... Um, Beaker mentioned he, he first thought about going on some ghost tour in San Diego, Old Town. And then actually me and Dale did do that ghost tour. So I thought it might, it might be fun to kind of talk about the Whaley House. And I guess it's ranked one of the top scariest... Well, they, they claim it's the most haunted house in America. Yeah. And I, house, I might believe, but uh, there were some websites I was looking at that said it was the most haunted place in America, which I'm going to wholeheartedly no. disagree with that. Definitely yeah. disagree but, with But house, I can see that being a very strong possibility. Mm, even on houses, I don't know about the most haunted house. I think we, I think, it, yeah, it's definitely haunted, but... Maybe public? Open you know, to the public? It, yeah, maybe in that realm. Because I'm sure there's a ton of really spooky-ass houses, but not everyone can go into them and investigate. Well, there's there's yeah. houses like that here in, in Salt Lake, like McCune Mansion uh-huh, is, right. is haunted. I actually, I didn't get to do like a, a real like overnight investigation there, but uh, someone I know had gotten married there. Okay. And so before the wedding and a little bit after the wedding too, we <laughs> kind of walked around looking for ghosts, not going to lie. <laughs> I um, would. I would fully take advantage of there, that. There was, uh, there was some ghosts in there. It was actually kind of cool because we saw behind a locked door that we knew nobody was in. We saw shadows 
walking back and forth oh. uh, in front of the door on the other side of the door that we couldn't actually get okay. into. Okay, all right. Um, <clears throat> and then there's there's uh, other houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, we've been to some houses that like have the Lizzie Borton, no, the the Velisca Axe Murder House. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, I'm sure that's extremely haunted. Yeah, so, I think that one has a ton of ghosts in that one. I mean, there was a family of eight that was slaughtered there. Or not a family of eight, but there was like yeah. eight people that were slaughtered there. So, um, And more people have died there. And I'm sure their spirits probably attract other spirits. Well, there's a lot of just like anger and anguish there. I think the Whaley house is going to be different, though. It's it's probably extremely haunted, but in a good way, if that makes sense. You don't. I don't feel like, yeah, like, that's negative, not like there's like a lot of energy. negative. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. there's a lot of different energies that kind of just come in and out. I think there's a lot of portals there. The weird thing about Old Town San Diego is that it's like a bustling little town where you can go. There's bars and restaurants all over the place. And then you have a couple of these old houses that are haunted, <laughs> like right there on the street. And in fact, from the Whaley House, maybe a, uh, a block or two is a cemetery. Yeah, well, yeah, there's the bodies all over the place, actually. There's yeah. bodies riddled all down the street. So I, don't, I don't know if you do this, Beaker, but there's they put they put these like little, I don't, they're not markers. actual coins, but some type of, yeah, metal markers all across that they've kind of riveted down into the street. Cause they've to mark used, bodies. Cause oh, really? There's like uh-huh. a bunch of unmarked graves all, all over the place. All over. So they built the road over it. They yeah, built the sidewalks town. over it. <laughs> yeah, the sidewalk. And so you'll see like these little coins, these little metal markers that they've kind of riveted into the ground. And that's because they use some, you know, 3D sonar to detect. LiDAR. There's, there's, was it, was it LiDAR. LiDAR? And they detected there's, you know, remains right underneath that. Wow. Yeah, so there's yes. bodies all up and down on the, ma- on the uh-huh. road, on the sidewalk. And you'll see these, these uh, markers and those all indicate bodies. Okay, so it is very possible that this is the most haunted house in America. <laughs> it, it, it is possible. And like I said, it, it, what's weird about it is that there's a bustling town all around there. There's people all going on. Well, if you think about it, I mean, how many places do you think are built on top of things like this that we're just constantly... Probably your, the house we're in right now. We're <laughs> probably sitting on bodies as we speak. <laughs> and probably you are too, the listener. Yeah, and you are too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's creepy. Um, <laughs> So, so, so it's very interesting. And Old Town actually is a really fun. It's a really fun town to just yeah, kind of hang out in. Get get uh, tequila wasted. Yeah. There's some good restaurants A lot there. of margaritas going on. Yes. Tons of margaritas. It's delicious. Spirits in that sense. <laughs> yeah. You got spirits and spirits. Multiple, I'm going to open, open a bar and call it Spirits and Spirits. Yeah. Get a haunted bar. That'd be awesome, actually. Yeah. I That's mean, we could make idea. it haunted. Don't we steal can... our ideas. <laughs> this is bringing Copyright Ouija boards patented. and be like, hey, you guys, open some portals. Come on. So, so me well, and Dell—that's just a good idea. <laughs> make this place real haunted. So, the tour that me and Dell did, we did not investigate inside the Whaley House, it was just on the premises. And there's rumored outside to be portals. Remember them talking about yes. that? So, there's rumors that there might be portals in the backyard, and maybe that's what makes helps bring the spirits to that house too. They're just kind of entering a portal. It's like, oh, check out this house, and there's more spirits here too. But you might be right, Beaker, because it's not probably most likely not negative type energies, just random spirits. So well, just from the in. videos and the documentaries that I was watching, uh, the show and pictures of the inside of the house, I, I just didn't feel anything negative in this house. Um, I'm not uh-huh. saying there's no spirits, but it, the spirits, like if they are there, I don't think they're negative in nature. I think they're more positive. Like I think they're people just that have lived there just really like the place. You know, when they were alive, it's. 
there's probably one maybe angry spirit, but I wouldn't even go as far as saying he's a negative spirit. Okay. Does anyone want to talk about the history of the Whaley House? So one of the fascinating things about the Whaley House is it was built by Thomas Whaley in 1853, I believe. 55. 55. Uh, he bought the land in 53. Something, Possibly. Something, somewhere in there. Um, so what it actually used to be uh, the gallows in the, in yes. the town. It's where they, they hung people. And, right. and one of the most famous, I guess, cases that they had there was uh, Yankee Jim. Jim who was arrested and, and executed for stealing a rowboat. <laughs> yeah. Which is... Tough times back then. I know, right? <laughs> like, if you stole a rowboat now, like, you'd probably get a maybe a light prison sentence and a fine, but back <laughs> then, fine, apparently, probably. stealing a rowboat was... Uh, big deal. Big deal, yeah. You can get <laughs> killed for it. And, and now that I think about it, like, okay, San Diego... You're the Pacific Ocean. Where are you rowing to? <laughs> Where would you be trying to go in a rowboat? SeaWorld. Um, yeah, yeah, there you go. Well, and, and <laughs> knowing this, knowing that, that that's a lot of people have died on this this property, uh-huh. uh, Thomas Whaley bought it anyways and built his two-story house on it. Now, did you know what, was, what kind of made uh, Yankee Jim a little different than most people? No. So... At this time, or this is the eighteen late eighteen mid mid to late eighteen hundreds, the average height was about five three to five five, and Yankee Jim was, at, was I guess reported at six four. That's like me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like you in a world of me. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much because I'm six five. So so he's I'm six five, four, <laughs> five nine. And, and so imagine five, they, five, they didn't half, quite adjust off. the gallows properly for his height. So he didn't when he when he when he dropped through the gallows, he didn't snap his neck. He kind of just kind of just hung there for a few minutes, strangulated, before he passed away. So that's how he died. All right, that sounds like a fun way to go. Um, <laughs> yeah, slow, <laughs> very slow. Uh, so if you guys ever hang me, make sure you adjust the gallows properly. Okay, because like, no I am I am a giant compared to you guys. <laughs> yeah, don't don't adjust it for my settings. So it, so I guess I don't think. Thomas Whaley died there, but his wife and three or four of their kids. They had a lot of kids that died there, I believe. So they had six kids total, and I believe four died inside the house. And and his wife, Anna, she died inside the house. I don't think he, I don't think he did in the house, though. So I, I actually heard reports on both, so I'm not sure which is accurate. Some people said he did die in the house. Some say he didn't. He died close by, just downtown. But not necessarily in the house. I mean, and when you die in the house, it doesn't necessarily mean your ghost is stuck there. It just depends exactly. on the way you die. I mean, if they passed on peacefully, I don't see their ghost being stuck there haunting the place. Well, I think most of them did die somewhat peacefully, but well, one of them didn't. Yes, uh, we'll get to tell that me in a about bit. it. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a little bit. You want to talk a little bit more about the history of the house, or let me see. I got I got a few notes here, so. Um... Was that the Yankee Jim? Was that the only uh, big that's, case? I think that's the most notable one. Yeah, that everyone talked about. What about because yeah. uh, they say his spirit is still there haunting the right. location. Yeah. Then so where was the uh, the case for El Guapo? Where was that held at? Uh, no that? idea. <laughs> the three amigos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, El Guapo. El <laughs> uh, Guapo. But I guess right uh, next to Martin Short. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the Whaley's, uh, Thomas and, and Anna, they had three kids in this house, and one of them died at eighteen months old. And so, and it was Tom, I, they called him 
Thomas as well. So I'm just going to call him Thomas Jr. Little Tom. Yeah, little, little Tommy. So he died at 18 months old from scarlet fever. And and then after soon after he died, they opened up a general store in the Whaley house, and that burned. So Thomas said, you know, let's get out of here. They moved to San Francisco. Big earthquake happened in San Francisco. While in San Francisco, they had three more kids in San Francisco. And so after that big uh, earthquake, they moved back to San Diego with five of their kids. So those two and five. So they had six total. One died at 18 months. And then then there's another story that you might tell about the other one then. (laughs) Yeah, it's one of his daughters. And I think that's all the history that I might really have of it. Well, did you know, so apparently back in that time, brick houses weren't normal for the area. Oh, okay. Um, He did did come from New York, uh, moved to San Diego. I can't remember why. And he had a brick company, He had a Yeah, he made, so he had his own brickyard. Sounds like he had a few businesses. Made his own, he built his own house. And it was like the first brick house in California. Oh. Um, and then, like you said, the, the, he had the general store, uh, they did, they had a room that he built as, it was supposed to be like a rat proof granary. Oh, okay. And it wasn't exactly rat proof. So he ended up (laughs) renting that room out. They used it for different things like a billiard hall. Um, Uh, they also used it for a couple of years. It was like a second courthouse there in San Diego. Um, so there was a lot of trials and stuff that went on there. Uh, this, this, house is also the site of the very first um community theater uh granted it only lasted five months but it was the very first community theater in san diego and when they built it because like you were saying people were smaller back then it's rumored to have been able to fit about 150 people in this tiny room um afterwards they convert it back into a parlor okay so. i think it's kind of strange though that it was gallows and then later became a courthouse Right. That's kind of interesting. And I a think. general store. Yeah. <laughs> and all these other things. What the I guess hell? a lot of businesses were there. and uh, well, So I guess Old Town was really, and it's actually still pretty small, but at some point, more business owners started moving to New Town, which is now called uh, Gas Lamp Quarter. Um, and so now Old Town, and then Old Town just got really quiet for a while. How quiet? Very. <laughs> Eerily. <laughs> Super quiet. <laughs> But I guess in 1871, uh, when he was away on a business trip, uh, it was rumored that a group of armed men uh, came and held Anna Whaley at gunpoint, and they seized the courthouse records from the home. Um, They say that this was kind of a turning point for the family. Interesting. I didn't hear that. So, and... and, uh, Dun, dun, dun. Yes. (laughs) So, the the one death that I'm going to talk about here is a suicide Mm -hmm. of one of the daughters. Um. She got married in the home. Her, her name was Violet, and she was the, the younger of the two daughters. Uh, she married a guy named George Bertolacchi. And, uh, Sounds like another New Yorker. Probably. <laughs> and I guess she gave it her best effort, but the marriage just it didn't work out, and she ended up uh, getting a divorce, and, and she was distraught over this. Uh-huh. Uh, she was so distraught, actually, um, that she decided that she was going to end her life. Now, what happened was that she went outside... And she took, I believe, a rifle of some sort. Her dad's gun. Her dad's gun. Yeah. Pointed it at her chest and pulled the trigger and hit just to the right of her heart, I believe. And so when they found her outside, she was actually still alive. But do you know where they found her? Uh, where they found her in? No. In an outhouse. Oh, really? So I guess, uh, so that's what I heard. So I guess they saw the outhouses out, out back and she went in the outhouse. And I'm assuming after pulling the trigger, 
that's when you know her dad probably heard it and was like, "Whoa, what the heck? Like, well, somebody's <laughs> blowing it up out there." Yeah. Yeah. So they probably went to investigate and they found her. Um, uh-huh. And like I said, she was still alive. So they brought her into the house, which is uh, in the basement, um, which is the uh, a guest room they have there. And she actually ended up dying in that room. And that room is like, a, I guess, the room that they, it was easily accessible. So they used that room a lot. And it's said to have been a place where a lot of the family was born, but also where a lot oh. of the family died. Interesting. Interesting. So this, so they were like taking care of them as they were on their deathbed in that room? I believe so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's it's rumored that 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 guest room on the first floor there, uh, when you go in, it's uh, not a, like I said, not only a place where a lot of the family was born, but where like uh, Violet and I think Anna passed away. Okay. So that room is supposed to be pretty active. Interesting. I think everyone else mostly died from natural causes, but Violet's was. Not so natural. Yeah, in her own hands, <laughs> on her own terms. That, so, that's, so that's pretty interesting. So I wonder if, so you think you've got four kids and, and the and the parents, so the six of them died in the house. Six of the eight died, yeah, so died in the house. Thomas, Anna, Lillian, uh, Thomas Jr., Violet, and Francis all died in the house. Yeah. Or on the property. So yeah, six six of the eight, and at one point it was gallows. So how many, who knows how many people died on the on the property? Land. Yeah, on the land. So well, could, and you got to imagine how many natives might have been there and, and died beforehand too. Right. So you had natives. You have, I think, probably a lot of Mexican occupancy was around that area too, because there's a lot of Mexican influence in in uh, old. Well, that was there. considered Mexico. All that was Mexico. That's right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was all. We're sitting yeah. in a section of Mexico as well. This is true. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, you didn't know that. Did yeah, Mexico either. before the before the pioneers and that came over and took it all over. Mexico went up to Wyoming, I believe, if not farther north. Say what? Yep. Not only as you hear paranormal stories, but a history, history lesson as well and <laughs> geography. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, very interesting. So let's talk about some of the experiences we had when we went there. All right. So I, I remember that they talked about there were tons of portals there. Yes. And that they, they're all over the, the property and they kind of like come in and out. And I remember we were using some type of a K2 meter. Yes. And you were you were... It was, it. It, and you use it two-handed. It was a two-handed device. Yeah, you needed to have the current with both your hands on there yeah, or something. I get, and I've never seen this tool again. Yeah, it was weird. But anyways, as you're holding it, and it was going off in some places, uh-huh. and then it would go away. Right. And I remember you'd like pick, kind of pick it up above your head, and then it yes. would start going off again, and then bring it down, it'd go away, pick it up again, it'd start going off again, then all of a sudden it would disappear. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd kind of move around, and it would go off in different places right. like that. Um and then didn't we, was there anything else? Oh, our niece that was there with us, she said, didn't she say she felt like she got touched or something? I believe so. Yes. And there's a lot of, so what's happening inside the house, what, what the, some of the reports are. So, you know, again, we talk about Thomas Jr. passing away at 18 months. There's reported, ever since his death, there's been reports of possibly his presence still being known around the house, whether it was uh, crying, giggling, um, tiny footsteps going through the house. 
with Violet after Violet passed, I guess there's there's rumors of seeing you know a a, a figure of po- possibly her figures in windows. So on the grounds when we walk, so we again we didn't go inside the house. We were outside on the grounds, walking a, around the grounds. There was a window that I had my eye on. I just kind of felt something there. So there has been reports of somebody standing up there that sh- when the house should be empty, um, curtains moving when no one no one should be inside. And so, yeah, so so I know Triana, she mentioned that she felt like, you know, it's hard to tell because we weren't investigators. Then, so we didn't really know what questions to really ask. We're just kind of going off of what she thinks she might have felt. Yeah, this is where we were still new to investigating and super new. Very, very new. But it sounds like a place feel, that we should go visit. I do. Yeah. I, I was So I was looking it up before we started recording. They are closed because it is a... I guess we call it, you know, it's a, it's a history museum now, basically. Yeah, it is. So I can't remember what the terminology for it is, but but it, it's... It's because, a national landmark as well. Yeah, so COVID has shut it down, son of a bitch. But yep. it's shut down right now. But I do want to, I want I want to see how much it costs if we just want to have a private session there, see if anyone wants to come with us too. But I think that would be awesome. Rent it to, out for the night? Rent out for the night and just do our own investigation. I'm game. And we have the whole house to ourselves. I think that'd be awesome. One of the things I thought was fascinating compared to another house in California um, that I've actually been to, when I went to Winchester, Winchester, uh, they actually told you not to take pictures. Sacramento? Is that where it's at? Uh, San Jose. San Jose. So oh, so it's, it's really... It's up it's there. Too far, it's not okay. too far from San Francisco. So it, it's it's up there, though. Um, it, when I went from Anaheim to San Jose, it was uh-huh. like an eight-hour drive. Okay. Uh, but one of the people that uh, did an article on the Whaley house... They were encouraged to take pictures while they were there. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like one of the things like I want to go, even if we can't investigate, even if it's just on a tour, we'll still be able to take a ton of pictures and and do our thing. Right. Like in like walk around inside. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So but, that's that has me interested because like the Winchester Mansion was it was fun, but you weren't allowed to take any pictures except for like one room at the end of the tour. Okay, that's lame. And so and if, so if we do go to the Whaley House, Dale, you were just saying there's another place close to Old Town or even is a part of Old Town? Well, actually, besides, it, there's tons of places in Old Town that mm-hmm. are haunted. But even like that one bar. I guess I always, I always think of, of Old Town as like this one major like strip of like two blocks. Not two blocks, but like it's, it's pretty wide and long strip. That's always what I think of Old Town. But it actually is a lot bigger. Yeah, it's a big lot. But uh no, oh, they have, uh, I can't remember what that bar was, but we got to actually go inside that bar and use some yes. stuff inside there. Um, maybe if we could try to get It was like a saloon. That. It was like a like a little saloon. We yeah, could... but that would be cool if, if we could get access to the Whaley House and that bar. Yeah, so we, so, yeah, we were so new, and we were allowed to go into this type of saloon just in the, just in the, towards the entrance. It was like a bar and then like a maybe a little dining area. Yeah, but we weren't really investigating as much as just exploring. Well, we had it, no yeah. tools, and it was 20 people. Yeah, <laughs> in a small area, just people are like half drunk. Yeah, it was, <laughs> so it was it was too hard to really say we were investigating, but 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 yeah, it'd be nice to have it like where it was maybe shut down, mm-hmm. and we just totally have peace and quiet, and then investigate. Well, kind of like what they allowed for that tour, but just it just be us and not yes. a bunch of half drunk weirdo strangers, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that'd be fun. That'd be fun to go down to. Yes, but there was another neighborhood where they put. Uh, a lot of old historic homes and replace them into this neighborhood. And it's called Heritage Park. And okay. Triana took me there. And these old homes, like, I was definitely getting some vibes from some of these homes. Um, I'd be walking around. And I could definitely tell some stuff was going on in some. 
nobody lives in these homes. They're just there as historic landmarks now. But uh, I guess during the day, they do have them open that you can walk and tour through them. But uh, it was late at night. Everything was closed. And I was just kind of walking around. Um, I can't remember if anything happened where I... Uh, I don't remember much of that night, but I was, it was pretty cool. I was just kind of going in between the homes, going up and down the sides of the homes and like kind of looking in windows and stuff. But there was a lot of, they were all like Victorian style. That was a big thing back then was okay. the Victorian style homes. So they're all like really peak two stories. Yeah. Um, They all look really cool and you can definitely get some vibes from there, but we should try to go there in the daytime too and see if we can get access at night. That'd be awesome. That would be really cool. You're like, hey, it's us, the EVP podcast. <laughs> you, you know us. Because we'll be yeah. famous by You now. know us. You know us. It's us. <laughs> and I guess in the Whaley house, you'll know if you come into the presence of, of uh, Anna Whaley. So I guess she has a sig- signature scent of, of lavender perfume. I heard there's the smell of uh, cigar smoke or pipe So Thomas. Smoke. Yeah, That's cigar. Thomas, yeah. So okay, he, yeah. He, I guess he smoked cigars. So the rumor is he's known to, as you come into the house sometimes, to blow cigar smoke in your face. So if you hit a, hit a, you want a random hit. fact about cigars? Yeah. So you've heard the saying "close but no cigar," right? Yes. So back in the day, carnival games weren't directed towards kids; they were directed ah. towards adults. And one of the prizes when you won the carnival game was a cigar. So if you okay. almost won the game but you didn't quite win it, the ah. the guy would say "close but no cigar." Nice. That's your mm. that's your random fact. I've got like four or five on a. A video someone sent me. <laughs> I'm going to randomly work these into our episodes. Now it's like close, but no panda bear. Pretty yeah. much. Close, yeah. but no unicorn. <laughs> Great. I would rather have a... Nah, cigars suck. I like cigars. I'm not a fan. You yeah. know, I've never smoked one. I, I've seen people smoke them, and I've seen how sick they get, and I'm just like, mm, I'm well, good. Well, that's probably because they're inhaling them. You're not supposed to inhale those. I like cigars. So listen to our show to learn how to smoke cigars. Uh, speaking of cigars, that's actually one of the shops they have there in Old Town is a cigar shop. I bet you that's yeah. haunted. I bet you that whole town is haunted. I guarantee the whole town's haunted. The way that it's riddled, like, like I said, walking up and down the street, you'll see all these markers of Oh, of speaking of uh, the whole town being haunted, uh, the guy who was doing the tour showed us a clip of the outside of old, like the main little park in the middle of the uh, square, the little state park square anyways there was a heat signature they got from a the infrared camera and it showed something kind of laying there and then going up like it like the heat signature kind of went up oh really yeah um and there was nothing there there was nothing showing up on the camera it just kind of like something kind of comes up from the ground and then ah, i can't remember everything do you remember what he showed us no, I actually don't remember what you're... I don't remember this, You don't remember actually. that? No. That was one of the evidence, because at the end of the... After the end... So he played some EVPs. Played some EVPs, and yeah. then played some video evidence, and that was one of the video evidence that was played was in that courtyard, there was just the infrared camera on there, and nothing there, and all of a sudden, some heat signature just started showing up, and kind of came from the ground, and then, like, shot off. Yeah, I don't remember this. I don't remember in detail. I do remember the EVPs. I don't remember any of the EVPs. I don't remember but... what they said either. But they did have some EVPs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they played some EVPs, and I don't remember. Actually, I don't remember the videos at all. We so, should take the tour again. Yes, and then Definitely. get all his contacts. Yes, it's on the list. <laughs> I know. Excuse me. In one of the uh, videos I was watching, they did talk about some of the stuff that the people have experienced there, like 
Uh, there was one of the guys that was closing up the museum for the night. So there was no more guests in there. Everybody was out. Uh-huh. And he saw on the second floor someone standing over the stairs, like, looking down on him. Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, there's been do. reports of a little fluffy, furry thing. Uh, apparently, the family dog still haunts the house. And yeah, that's what I heard, too. And it'll, lick, it'll lick people. Oh, yeah. weird. Yeah. It, the, the, the oh, was weird. Like, it's like it licks their, your arm or your toes or your face or whatever. Oh, yeah. What if that's not even a dog? What if it's a ghost of some weirdo just licking people? Some perv. Yeah, ghost some perv. perv. Some ghost well, I guess perv. there's only one way to find out, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah, we're going to have to go down to their level. <laughs> so if you get licked on your toes, Dale, and you're like, oh, then you're like, that's a puppy. And if you go, ooh, then you know it was... Yankee Jim or <laughs> Yankee Jim and his Yankee foot Jim's fetish. Going yeah. Licking people's feet. <laughs> well, yeah, very. Yeah. So, Whaley House, it is interesting because I never heard of. Yeah. I, like being there, I don't, I don't see like the most haunted house in America. No. But I, like, I, I, like I said, I felt something in the window. And I just kept staring because I was looking for like a curtain to move or. Or something like and that. When I think haunted, I'm thinking more of like the type twos where you have more of like a negative presence there. That's more what I'm thinking when I think of a and, haunting. And I think most people do. And then when you get more of like these type ones that aren't really haunting the place and they're more of just there. Yeah. You don't even know they're there. Um, I wouldn't say that's like being haunted, haunted. Because I think there's just spirits everywhere at all, all the time. So, so, so for people that... Didn't listen to my previous podcast or familiar with our previous team. Uh, when you hear us say like something like a type one or type two uh, on our previous team, that's how we classified spirits. And with a type one just being like a normal human spirit, um, a type two being it's still a human spirit, but, an but it's, it's an asshole spirit. <laughs> and we had to categorize into like type two A and B, where A was A for asshole. Um, they were just, they were a jerk when they were alive. So they're jerk still while they're dead. Where B was being forced. They were oh, okay. being controlled by either another type two, um, or they were being controlled and manipulated by what we call the type three, which, um, the old team would probably call it a demonic entity. I prefer the term inhuman spirit. Mm. Um, cause not everything that we've dealt with. Um, we've dealt with a lot of inhuman entities or inhuman spirits, and that's just basically a spirit that's never had a body. Yeah. Um, but they're usually negative in nature. There are some positive type threes, but it's very rare that you can cross those. What if we renamed them to like A, double A, triple A? A being they I. Double A, they're an asshole. <laughs> I don't know what triple A would be, though. <laughs> oh, triple A is you better call somebody. <laughs> yeah, you better call somebody. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Just an idea. I'm just throwing things okay, out, see what right. sticks. So that's not um, so, okay. so <laughs> Just kind of clarifying so people aren't confused when you mention type one and type two. And we could probably change that up a little bit. Uh, but that's that, that's what we're referring to when he mentioned uh, type one and two. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. So, yeah, I don't see um, type ones being more of a, a place being haunted as much as I do if there was like a ton of type twos. Right. And type threes, then I would say, yeah, that's like the most haunted place ever. So, like Waverly Hills, oh yeah, 
Definitely more haunted than the Whaley House. But I guess house and sanatorium, different When we things. were there, did you feel any, any anything? Like I said, I felt something on the top that window, window in the back. Yeah, in the back where yeah. we were standing. No, I definitely felt that. Yeah. I couldn't like, see anything like, there, but you anything, definitely but like feel... It was like someone, somebody was watching us. You definitely feel that. Like, they're just, like, watching, like, this group of people standing outside in the backyard playing with these contraptions and... Yeah. Putting their hands out, look, feeling for cold spots of portals or something like that. That's what this guy had us doing, by the way. <laughs> so, did out. you use a, like a pendulum or anything, or just? No, no, no. It, it was. I'm gonna. Where's my phone? I'm gonna look up. So that's one way you can actually find a, a portal is using a pendulum. Um, it's very tricky though because you have to be able to hold your hand very still so you're not moving it. But the the theory is is when you're holding a, a pendulum in a portal. It will cause it to start spinning in a uh, clockwise direction, I believe. And I believe if it starts going like counterclockwise, I think it's supposed to be a vortex. And there is a difference. Interesting. We need to send some spirits into some of these portals and see what happens. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know how, but <laughs> usually, usually in my experience, when a spirit has gone through a portal, they don't know how to get back. We need to go there and try to. Get some EVPs or use the Echo Box or something to talk to some of these spirits and be like, hey, you guys going through these portals? Where did you guys come from? Where, What's happening? We could do that. I remember remember there's this one house we were at, and the spirit that was in that house came from a portal somewhere, from a different, I think from a different country. Interesting. Uh, with Brandy, the one of the last houses we were at. And you guys went downstairs, and I stayed up there. Found the spirit in the bathroom upstairs. Oh, that nice family. The, yes. Yeah, when Derek and I went downstairs and they had all the EVP, uh, not EVP, EMF coming out of yeah. their, their furnace room because it wasn't properly insulated. Right. Um, so that spirit was someone that came from a portal and ended up here. That's right. Yeah, and usually... Another country, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a, that, that girl spirit that was just there to kind of play and have fun with the kids. Right. And she hit she she had a couple houses in the neighborhood. So we've got to talk. We've got to. Uh, all right, Brandy's coming with us. You hear that, Brandy? You're coming with us. We're going to San Diego. <laughs> We're going to San Diego. Pack your bags. You, know, you don't have to ask her twice because we have uh, really good friends that live in California that would, be, that would love to uh, see us and would probably come with us. That would be really cool to see if some of these spirits are kind of like coming in and out of these portals and in this, in the in that on the property. Because I'm sure her her gifts have developed quite a bit since last time you guys were there. Yeah. Ooh, good point. So when I was in San Diego, I was by myself. Um, I've only ever taken her. Oh, I thought she went there. Well, we did. Uh, we went to SeaWorld uh, a couple years back, but we. But didn't you guys didn't go to Whaley. Oh. No, no. No, I so can, I would love, I'd love if, if she would be up for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Making a trip out there. Or we just uh, kidnap her and take her for a trip. <laughs> Pack your bags. You're going somewhere. <laughs> I've done it a couple times. I'm like, hey, I'm paying for you to go to Disneyland. Let's go. And she's like, oh, I guess so. Twist we'll just, my arm. We'll yeah. say, we'll say Disneyland, but we'll go there first and then <laughs> detour. <laughs> I just tried looking up that equipment. I can't find it anywhere. I've never seen it again since we did that. You tour. know what it reminds me of? Those uh, body fat calculators at the gym oh, yeah 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 because it says you put your two hands on it uh-huh. it's supposed to like you know re it has like those mag i don't know what do you call it like almost like magnets that kind of help yeah something like read. that and that's what it was it was but it was basically a k2 because it, it would light up so it would be 
you know, just sit solid green for no activity, and then it will shoot up to red for high EMF coming coming in. So it's almost exactly like a K2, but you held it with two hands. I can't find it anywhere. That's probably a cheap homemade EMF meter. I wonder if he did make. I'm wondering if he did make it. In Who some knows? Capacity. We'll find out because we're gonna go to do his tour again. We should, and we'll break it down to a science. So and we'll say, listen, man, what's this shit you got here, man? What is this? <laughs> Tell me about it. How does it work? <laughs> Let's check this device out. <laughs> so that's the Wavely House. Do we ca- do we cover everything on the Wavely House? Like history wise? So yeah. All right. Yeah, it's pretty haunted, apparently. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I think we should go investigate this and it's not like it's super far or super hard to get to. The problem is California, that's the problem. So then let's go to some other places. Because California does not want to open anything up for people for some reason. Well, they're start. Hopefully, hopefully they will be. Yes. Well, hopefully, we'll be kicking this pandemic in the butt here soon. Uh, and, and well, we had a couple investigations, right? That were planned. That just the owners just said, "No, I don't want groups of people coming in." Yeah, we had some some residentials that they kind of canceled last minute just because. No, even some commercials. I thought. Didn't we have a couple buildings, and, and then they just the owners just said no. Um, I think so. There, there were some. There were some that they they wanted to limit it to so small of a group that it wasn't even worth putting in the effort yeah, to exactly. do it. It's like, so, yeah, you can come with three people. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, which, I mean, is great if it's like a new place that we'd never been to before. But some of these were places that we had been to. And we were trying to open the experience to some other people as well. Yes. I'm going to bring some equipment with me. And if I find something spooky out in Florida this weekend, I'm gonna, I'll go investigate. Okay. Just let us know. Just in case, I'll you know, it won't hurt to have a K2 and a Ghost Meter Pro. Won't hurt at all. <laughs> Live stream that on the Facebook. Like guess where I'm at everybody. I'm in a Gator's belly. You <laughs> know what? Oh, Gator's belly. Gator's belly. <laughs> well, it means he's in Tallahassee. I'm going mm. to Tampa. There's gators all up and down that bitch. I was talking about the Florida Gators. The, oh, okay. <laughs> the football, the the college. Uh, I'm in a gator's belly. That's just weird. I know. <laughs> Don't die. Which side? Um, well. <laughs> all right. Well, is that an episode, guys? I think so. All right. Well, let's figure out. Let's brainstorm the next one. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening, watching, whatever you did. Thanks for. Letting us be part of your day or night or whatever. All right. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Peace out, butterflies. Adios, amigos.